Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. I put the fun in funeral. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm what psychiatrists call alpha female. Eh, you shot pretty well for a boy. I'm the girl that's going to save your life. I can and I will. I can and I will. I can and I will. I'll take a bite out of you. Beware the sirens. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Sirens of Horror. As always, I am Ella Evella, along with Mina Macabre and Ash Vicious. And today we're going to be discussing The Witch. And I absolutely adore this film. I think it's amazing. I mean, I'm a sucker for like a good period piece, so like... This film had everything I wanted. It was horrific. It was a period piece. The costumes were amazing. The dialogue was great. Me too. And like I, the beginning reminded me a lot of The Crucible, which is another one of my favorite movies and plays as well. I mean, it takes place at the same time. This film takes place in the 1630s. Mm-hmm. So you're probably actually, this would be a little bit before The Crucible. Okay. Because this is right when the Puritans are coming over from England. Mm-hmm. So you're getting that conflict Puritans and King James Bible, Church of England people were a little different in their views. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Just, you know, a lot. I was not a huge fan of this one, actually, but I think that's more of a preference of mine, that I don't really like the long, drawn-out horrors. Like, I don't know, it just seemed really, really, really long and drawn out to me. (laughs) I mean, valid, so... The plotline of the witch. Yeah, the family gets literally um, excommunicated from the church due to the father, William. Mm-hmm. Uh, the father, William, who's literally turned into this like absolutely prideful, thinks he is the hottest shit that has ever existed. Um, and the entire family is cast out, which includes Willem, his wife, Catherine, Thomason. Mm-hmm. All right. Her eldest daughter. Uh, yeah, which, Caleb. With which, a name like Thomason, you would think is a male, but... No. I mean, like Thomasina, but... Thomasina, Thomasina. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Caleb, which is the eldest boy, mm-hmm. who is technically, like, being seen and raised as the next man of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the twins, and then you have the... Oh, I guess this film doesn't start, because she's pregnant at the beginning. She doesn't have the baby yet. Mm-mm. Baby Samuel. Baby Samuel. Uh, gets excommunicated, gets cast out into the woods, and um, heinous fuckery most foul <laughs> comes about when, uh, I guess, where they move to is where the witches live. And they are then plagued by these witches. Have a lovely black goat named Black Philip. <laughs> black Philip, Black Philip. I, I love that goddamn goat. Apparently... In the original script, he was supposed to be in it a whole lot more, but apparently the goat was, like, super, like, rowdy. Mm -hmm. So, like, they had all these scenes planned for, like, Black Phillip to be in the scene, and they couldn't have him in, like, half the scenes they wanted him to be. Well, a goat, duh. I mean, you can't control a goat. That's also a question. Why is goat yoga a thing? Because they're wearing pajamas and it's adorable. But they're goats. In pajamas. My roommate did that, and it was adorable. She has pictures. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, still going with. I'm not allowing a goat to climb all over me. Also, I mean, goat. 
Black Phillip was probably like the smuggest looking goat ever. He looked like I've I've never seen an animal that looks so much like I am a dick. Yeah, like every you know time. It? Yeah, like every time the camera shot Black Phillip, he just gave you this look to the camera, like "fuck you, I'm a goat." <laughs> That's all right. Fuck off. I'm just a goat. Wait for it. Uh, it almost, it almost looked me. like he was smirking sometimes. So I was just like, oh, Probably I know Black Phillip. <laughs> bastard little goat. Well, technically he is the bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the film progresses, uh, more and more things start happening. The first one is Baby Samuel goes missing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thomason is... Playing peekaboo. Playing peekaboo with him. And she opens up her eyes for, like I think, the third peekaboo. And he's just gone. And there's blood on the... Remember, there's like a little bit of blood on the cloth. Oh, I guess I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't notice the blood on the cloth. I just noticed that he was gone. Well, there's a little bit of blood Hmm. going off the cloth. Hmm. And it was taken by a witch, and apparently that's how you make a flying potion if you're a witch. You need the fat and the blood of a baby. Yeah, I... Did you say an unbaptized baby? No, but that is a point. It's just a baby, but the, the big issue that goes back into William the Father's pride being like main downfall of this film is because he was excommunicated they were not able to baptize their baby and in puritan and most forms of really christianity an unbaptized baby goes to hell Mm -hmm. because you are born with original sin Mm -hmm. so if you have not been baptized or be able to be blessed you are sinful yeah Yeah, they do point that out when the uh, oldest son caleb is talking to his father about uh why was he stolen was he evil and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they go His father's books. like, don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, it's funny. I I didn't, like, really think about that, like, the, the, that he was, um, that he wasn't baptized. But, like, that whole scene with the witch and her concocting her potion, like, I was watching this with my fiancé and we're both like, what is she do? Oh, she's okay? Mashing she's up baby Mashing bits. up baby bits and she's eating them and now she's bathing in the baby bits. Like, that's a thing. Baby, bathing in baby bits. Bathing in baby bits. I want my baby bits, baby bits, baby bits. <laughs> uh, and I think it's interesting because the next time you see a witch, so that witch is, like, very grotesque. Yeah. She's emaciated, skin's hanging off. She's fat. Yeah, so it's a very unattractive, kind of more classical what people would think of as a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, throughout this film... Uh, William steals Catherine's cup, her mm-hmm. silver cup, and lies about it, and allows Thomason to, like, literally get fucking berated. Yeah, and, I mean... The mom is a cunt. Yeah, she is, she is a fucking cunt towards Thomason, and I don't understand why. I think there's, like, a, a view in that Puritan family of the moment, because at that point, uh, Thomason's about to come into Womanhood, yeah. It's like a jealousy. Mm. It's like, you are fertile. You are young. I think it's part of that because... I almost feel like... I Yeah, and like I almost feel like she also kind of thought that her own husband was lusting after their daughter. Mm. No, but her brother was. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Caleb's just eyes on tits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of grody. But also, like, that's the only girl... I mean, I guess that's right. There's no other family is close by. There's no. There's, there's no one else you're seeing, and you're like a 13 year old boy. Yeah. And there are boobs, and those are the only boobs. <laughs> yeah. That you ever see. I will say as much as like 
Other the than mom your mom. Is a total crazy person and she has a complete breakdown. She is so well played. That's I will give that. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. that actress, uh, Kate Dickey. And yeah. she's fantastic and I love her. And <laughs> even though I wasn't a huge fan of this film, I, I just love that actress. She's so much conviction in every role. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then um so as this goes on, uh Caleb is kind of trying to put some sanity in this family. Decides to go out on his own and check on the traps. Mm-hmm. And during that time, him and Thomason get separated. And Caleb now runs into our second witch. Hot damn. Well, Little Red also, Riding Hood. We forgot the, the scene at the lake with the little, with one of the twins. The twin girl is saying, like, she's blaming Thomason for stealing the baby. Yeah, well, the twins kind of... And then she's like, she is the whole, like, I am the witch, blah, 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 like, tricking Thomason, and just, you know, the well, whole thing. Well, no, Thomason. I mean, to, they, uh, Thomason does it to the, the twins. Twin Mercy and uh, Jonas. Yeah. Because they're just being like, everything's your fault, everything's your fault, because they're little shits. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, fine, you're gonna fucking treat me like a witch? As younger siblings are wont to be. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, fine, I'm a fucking witch, screw with me again, see what the fuck happens. Yeah. Which is the wrong thing to say to these people. Yeah. 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 And then, okay, so now then fast forward to... to Caleb going and meeting Little Red writing, damn. Yeah. I didn't actually realize that it was a different witch. I thought, like, the potion that she was making made mm-hmm. her look that way. Same. Yeah. I thought that it was just one witch, and then she just kind of... Well, I mean, as a witch, you probably... Even not... Maybe not the the baby bits potion that she created, but, like... Some kind of glamour. Yes, yeah, so she probably did, like, some sort of, like, spell or glamour to appear to Caleb, Caleb. like, this buxom brunette woman that, yeah. out to here. Yeah, like... No, I, I definitely... It was but a then different you, witch. you find out it's a different witch, yeah. yeah. So she gives uh, Caleb a big old smooch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Thomason kind of comes back to... She hit her head and goes back. And it starts a rainy, desperate night. And Caleb shows up but goddamn naked. And feverish and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a bad way. Yeah. Yeah, like, and of course, he ends feverish, up, yeah. Uh, choking and literally spinning out a fucking apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you also, I also f- noticed that the witch didn't just make out with him. Like, she beat him up. Because he's got, like, all kinds of cuts and stuff, like, all over his body. Like, she's not just, um. Well, also, you could call it ruckus lovemaking. You can. Use the word lovemaking with a 13-year-old. Ruckus lovemaking? I don't know. I've left a few could have, It could have been that she was just real into... A 13-year-old? A 13-year-old. I'm and suddenly say that, we're so much more uncomfortable about this line of thought. We're, no, we're going to go back to torture. I'm, I'm going with torture. There were, it, was, it was different times also. I'm not saying that it makes it okay. I'm just saying people died a lot earlier. Um, I, I honestly think she probably, like amidst the, like, first she kissed him, and then to put, like, whatever hex on him and whatever she did, she probably sliced him up a little bit. Yeah, and also, like, obviously this witch is, like, blood for their potion, so mm-hmm. maybe she was letting him. Yeah, yeah, she was probably bleeding him for whatever potion she was making. At this point, there's gonna be so much background noise, like, it'll just have to be what it is. Okay. Um, so yeah, he shows up, and, uh, at the very end, like, he's, like, begging God for forgiveness and stuff like that. Maybe he did have sex with her. Oh, no, he definitely <laughs> had sex with her. 
I mean, it could be some kind of, like, virginal sacrifice that she had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also might be taking someone's virginity. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. It's like sacrificing his virginity. Yeah, yeah, not necessarily sacrificing him yet, but sacrificing the, vir- the virginity. Yeah, the virginity of the character. Um, and then... Twins go missing? Mm-hmm. No. Then, yeah. yeah, they get locked in the... Oh, yeah, they get locked in with, uh, oh, that's the third witch we see, because then we get the twins, Thomas and get locked in the room with Black Phillip. Yeah, like, Dad just is like, you're all evil, you're you're all all evil. Yeah, this is, you're, all three of you are the reason why this is happening, because they start chanting the Black Phillip thing again, and then, uh, Mercy blames Black Phillip, blames Thomason. Thomason, and while, um, Caleb is, convulsing dying. and dying and like you know seeing the gates of what he thinks is heaven thomas and or not thomason uh mercy and jonas? jonas start convulsing and they're they're playing they're totally playing an act on it but like you know trying to think oh the it's thomas and she's making us feel the devil and blah 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 and, shits. Yeah, yeah and then they faint and that's when the dad's just like, okay, fine. It's all three of you. I'm going to yeah. lock you in with the goats. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get the witch that's drinking the goat milk and the blood. Yeah. yeah. Also, how yeah. the fuck did she get in? She's a witch! Yeah. Valid. <laughs> how do I get things, how do Probably. I get most of my life done? I'm a witch! <laughs> Transformed into a mouse and crawled in through the house. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so that, she... That seemed like... Uh, that, I think, is the only thing that genuinely freaked me the fuck out yeah like the first scene with the witch and eh, it's a very slow build film which mm-hmm. i think makes that scene so much more poignant yeah because they're like it's they're trapped in very close much... quarters yeah horrifying yeah yeah which i feel like makes that's one thing i do love about like slow burn horror is when something happens it's so much more like impactful because mm-hmm. you're not getting as much like Ocean, ocean, ocean. Yeah, there's no like jump scares where you're just constantly being on your toes. You're just like watching this movie and expecting it to kind of keep going as it's going. You're like, oh no, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that the scene in the barn was definitely probably the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. <laughs> just like when they see her disgustingly fat, old, emaciated body hunched, hu- over. hunched over the white goat. Meanwhile, Black Phillip is just like. Sup? Like Phillips in the corner, like oh, I'm not gonna say anything. Just a goat. Nope. Wait. <laughs> just a goat. Still, still, she's not there yet. Nope. Still, just a goat. And then, you know, they actually like then the goat, then the goat, then the witch turns around and just like <laughs> like creepy witch noises With, like, and, like half her half, teeth. Just... I really hope that's what it says in the subtitles. Creepy witches. Or. <laughs> 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 Just made a smacked it a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, just that scene, the close-up on her, like, just creepy-ass face. Oh, it's, like, it's freaking terrifying. Nope. Pad dreams. Would <laughs> you would you put that up there with dismembered members? No, because it's, it, I don't draw the line there. No. It, it's just, that was a creepy face. It's something that's that terrifying. That kind of, like, haunt your dreams. Dismembered members are just, like, ooh. <laughs> so different from, like, ah, I feel uncomfortable to, like, I need to go and wash my body with soap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. 
I bleach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, it. uh, Catherine just goddamn loses it. The twins go missing. Mm-hmm. And then Catherine straight tries to kill her daughter. Mm-hmm. And who kills William? I think, doesn't it? Black oh, Phillip, that's right. Black the pile Phillip. of, uh... No. No, Black Philip hits him into the pile of wood. Yeah, and the oh, pile literally of literally headbutts him and shoves his... Which is why his... Your pop's, uh... Yeah. Horns are bloody. Yeah. That little, makes total sense now. I have a little pop of Black Phillip, because I'm that person. <laughs> uh, and what I find really interesting about that is the entire film... William has been absolutely arrogant. He tries to hunt. He can't hunt. He poses himself. If you notice, like, when they're doing dinner, he puts his hands up in a very Jesus fashion. Mm-hmm. Oh, when they're nice. praying, yeah. When they're praying, he has his hands out and flat. He's got the long hair, the white flowy shirt. He's very much like, I am the epitome of God in this family. Also, he, like, does not wear a shirt throughout, like, half that film for some ungodly reason. <laughs> Why a man would choose to go split wood in, like, a sheet tied around your waist. Oh yeah, he takes a shower because he's just covered in like stuff. Stuff. And then oh yeah, cuz he's like Thomas and go wash my shirt and he just takes off the shirt and then he just like wraps himself in a towel after bathing and decides to go and chop wood. I think the thing about Which I've I've also decided that going to chop wood as a buff man is probably just a fuck all, I need to get stressed out, I'm gonna go and chop wood. Well, I think it's it's less about, like, him being stressed, it's more about the idea that he thinks he is the alpha, the omega, he treats himself. The mm-hmm. reason why they're cast out is because of false vanity. Mm-hmm. He's literally, t- like, he gets his entire family kicked out of the village because he's too much of a cocky dick. Yeah. So I think... <laughs> And versatile, all the words for penis. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> a cocky dick. A penis penis. Um, penis like penis. <laughs> but, so I think a lot of times when he's, like, chopping wood or he's doing this is his way of being, like, I am provider. Well, mm. I mean, you gotta also remember it's 1630. You can never have too much wood. It's almost winter. Like, yeah. it has to be yeah. done regardless of what you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I definitely think William, like... And that's the interesting thing about his the death by Black Phillip, mm-hmm. is he stops fighting. Yeah. He has fought this entire film, fought to keep his ego, keep his pride, keep what he considers his responsibility and his rights as a man. And then right before Black Phillip kills him, I feel like his he finally lets go of his pride. And then is driven into like a pile of wood that he loved so much. <laughs> You want to chop all that wood? You sure you want to build it that high? All right. Enter toxic masculinity. <laughs> oh, very, very much. Um, so, yeah, so Thomason ends up having to kill her mother because her mother is trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty valid. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then uh, she ends up going and kind of hiding in the little barn because, hey, you just killed my mom. Need a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. And that is when, uh, so throughout the film, like, you know. No, she goes and hides in the barn. She then goes inside the house. I think she, like, ba- you know, takes a shower to her because she's covered in blood and nope. dirt. she's still covered in blood at the end. Is she? Yep. I thought she took a shower and she was just kind of, like, that's when she, like, laid her head down on the table. Because her hair was, like, no, her hair she... was clean. I don't think her hair ever got dirty from the blood. Because if you recall, when she goes into the woods, she still has the blood on her face. It could just be a continuity error. 
But uh, Black Phillip, who you, I think at this point, they do a good job of convincing you it is just a fucking goat. Yeah. Like, he, you he's are just so, goat. You are so convinced that this is just a dick goat. And then he comes up and, I mean. And you never actually see his face. You just see what I, like, I literally, we literally had to rewind the film just to, like, like wait a second. He turned human. Because it goes from, like, while he's talking in the uttermost sexiest fucking voice ever. Well, I think it's, it's, I don't think he turns human because you don't see him. You never see him. No, you see, yes, you do. Really? Because it goes, hoof, boot. Oh, you're right. And it's that, like, it's, like, boot and, like, cloak thing or, like, whatever. Like, you definitely see a human form start to, like, Fill in. Fill in. And start speaking. You want to live deliciously? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Sign me up. Are you going to keep talking to me like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm like... This is living deliciously, honey. Just keep going. Yeah, like, I've never been more sexually attracted to a goat in my life than in this film. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with I was sexually attracted to Satan. I think you Look. should say his voice, maybe? Not yeah. the actual goat. I don't think yeah. you wanted to hump not, the goat. No, I did not want to hump the goat. The voice of the goat, which I'm, was Satan. I'm so, just going with yeah. I'm sexually attracted to Satan, and I'm yep. just not sexually going Sexually attracted to, to Satan. Let's, let's go with that. I like that the better. The less information I give you about this attraction, the better for me in this terms. <laughs> and then she ends up going out, taking off all of her clothes, which is, like, the biggest thing, because mm-hmm. they're Puritan, so you're very... And then goes dance around the fire with a bunch of other witches. And then elevates and just, like, pure bliss. Like, that that scene alone, I absolutely loved that scene. Just the cinematography of that scene. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful. But it was I also amazing. Think it's such a, you know, like, you deal with so many films where, like, is it real? Is it not real? Is this character actually doing this and this and that? Like, what is their arc? Where, like, Thomason has a legitimate reason for this arc, and the ending is so empowering. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you've sold your soul to Satan. Well, maybe don't do that. But in that time frame, when, where else is a woman ever going to have a right or a life mm-hmm. that's not under the rule of a man? Also, interesting thing, the only man to survive this film? See. I guess isn't really a man. So the only male character to survive this film, mm-hmm. Satan. Yep. All hail Satan. You mm-hmm. can categorize him as male. Well, yeah, he has a male voice. No, I know. I just mean like, if you if you really dig down into it, if you could really categorize him as a specific gender, then yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. For this film, he was portrayed as male. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to spend the rest of this episode talking about... Oh, come on. Well, theology. I mean, I could see him being male because God is clearly clearly Alanis Morissette, who is female. <laughs> yes, thank you, Dogma. <laughs> and if you're going to have a bunch of, like, angels flying around you, I'd have them be hot dudes. Yeah. True that. I mean, also, I love the fact that if you look at, like, old-time, like, Renaissance paintings... There is one character that is always so goddamn hot, and it's fucking Lucifer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Any painting smoking. of Lucifer is just like, oh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> well, he's really supposed to hi. represent sin and lust and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, so he's, he's got to be, be pretty hot. Yeah. yeah. You can't have, like, an unattractive Satan. And you're like, oh, I don't want to. like this creepy guy. <laughs> hey, hi, I'm Satan. 
my name is Sam. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed the arc of this film, and like I really also appreciate how much detail they went into to get this time period correct. I oh. do love, I will say, one thing I do love about this movie, and it's just the nerd in me, is the costuming is so beautiful. Apparently, mm-hmm. the costumes were actually hand-sewn. Uh, yeah, I oh, believe God. that. Yeah, they went That's, into a lot of work wow. to make sure that this movie was period, and I appreciate that as a costumer <laughs> so much, because I would not have the patience. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, it's the same way a lot of the dialogue was taken from, uh, not taken from, but was stylized actually off of, like, letters and writings of that yeah, Jamestown. Yeah, I remember that, because in at the very end, which, this was what I really liked, mm-hmm. was, I obviously loved the cinematography of the ending and everything like that, but at the very end, at the, like, when it cuts to black, yeah, you, it does, like, a blurb of, like, all of the dialogue, all of the storyline of this was taken from diaries, old fairy tales of that era. Yeah. So, like, that's one thing that I definitely loved about that was, like, that all the dialogue was literally taken from, like, someone's diary back in the, you know, back in those days of, like... How they would speak. And how they would speak, how they perceived the world of, like, back then and, you know, in the Salem Witch Trials and everything like that. Yeah, but I feel like the actors also did such a great job because, like, I will always say, like, enjoying a Shakespeare play mm-hmm. is always going to be the difference of actors. Yeah, of course. And the children, specifically. Because yeah. adults can memorize lines that are in Old English pretty easily, but the children did, too, and that was amazing for how small those kids were, oh, yeah. for how young yeah, they were. The, yeah, the two twins and, and Caleb, you, yeah. When you're talking in, like, Old English, you have to be very expressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, you're not saying, like, oh, I'm fucking pissed. You're being, like... My heart weeps for the sadness of the falling trees that I once knew in the summer of my yaw. And you have to somehow yeah. figure Convey out a way. emotionally yeah. what you're trying to say. Not Same thing like with Shakespeare, where like when mm-hmm. somebody's doing like a soliloquy in Shakespeare, you even if you don't know Old English, a good actor, you mm-hmm. can understand what is happening. They'll make you feel the emotion yeah. rather than just hear it. Yeah. yeah. Having yeah. to work in the Southern California Renaissance Fair, that if you ever go, definitely, you know, if you ever or in Southern California want to go to Renaissance Fair. It's a pretty fun fair. Yeah. Um, having worked that pretty much forever, we had to take old English classes. Like, you oh, literally really? had to take a language class on how to speak that way. Oh, I just, I yeah. was silent. Well, yeah, your character was silent. I decided <laughs> I want to go work for the Queen, which was a bullshit idea. They and then should, I... They should make the vendors do that, because I just got thrown right in there with nothing. <laughs> and then... Um, then I decided to run away with gypsies and was like, fuck this, I'm gonna talk how I want. <laughs> See, I was, I was just a little fairy nymph, so I just didn't speak. But yeah, I think there's something to be said about how you have to act, because you're not just taking a role where you're speaking, you have to, and especially I think how, like, they acted, their mannerisms, like, everything felt so perfectly placed in that period. Mm-hmm. You know... Like, there's something, like, where girls nowadays would, like, shove their hair behind their ear or, you know, ruffle it or stuff like that. But she doesn't really play with her hair. Mm-mm. It's mostly anything. tied up for the most part. It's tied you up. you're supposed to keep your hair to cover your neck. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be prim and proper. Well, and, and fussing with your hair shows vanity, and you're not supposed to be vain yeah. at all. Once her hair is always tied up or always in that little bonnet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't so get to touch your face. You don't get to use these little movements that in modern day we would use to express feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they were so, so insane back then. 
I love it when sometimes people are like, oh, I wish I lived in, like, this time period. I'm like, no. 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 You do not. Oh, can I also, like, going back a little bit to, like, scenes and stuff, the mom's dream. Oh, yeah. About um, Samuel. The, no, that wasn't a dream. That was real. Well, yeah, but she perceived it as, wait, oh, yeah, so this that's... is, I'm, like, Samuel came back and I'm going to breastfeed him. him. And oh, then it, yeah. it's a crow. And then it, like, um, yeah, like, to her, it's all a dream. She's, you know, breastfeeding Samuel. He's come back to her, blah, blah, Everything's blah. happy and good and right. And then you Ooh. cut to, like, actual reality oh. and it's a fucking crow pecking out her breast. Like, what yeah. the fuck? It's really hard to watch. And then she wakes up. I think up. that's my my line. Crow cracking out the breast. It's, it's anything to do with boobs, like, not boobs. <laughs> uh, but there's there's been a few films I've seen in the past that have dealt with like zombie children or stuff like that. But like the act of breastfeeding when it's made like horrific, there's something mm-hmm. about that yeah, I could that, see that that vulnerability of yeah. Like, you're feeding your child, so when it gets turned, I'm like, uh uh-uh. I think I, I have similar reservations, but not because of the breastfeeding, because, like, it, like crows pecking bothers me. <laughs> That's an interesting one to be bothered by. Well, like, mm-hmm. uh, you get the, like, crows pecking at your flesh, pecking at your eyes, pecking at your tender bits, and I don't like that. That's it's very that slow, unsettling. It's that slow, it's, like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. It's torture. And yeah. I, I don't like torture porn. Mm, not a fan. No, torture porn is the one genre we will not be Thank goodness. Yeah. dealing with on this. Because I don't consider that horror. Yep. Yes, it exists in the horror genre. But yep. I really, I think the closest we'll get will be like American Mary. Or maybe like Audition. But just, we were actually just talking, I was just talking about that. <laughs> yeah, but those are, that, that, that's torture for a reason. Not just torture for torture. Well, yeah. yeah. No, but just the, the crows and the pecking and the... <laughs> yeah, I don't no. like it. Mm. But yeah, that that scene was just kind of, oh god, that's happening. Yeah. And I, then... I loved how, like, in all of the really horrific scenes, because, like, when, even in the barn, when Thomasin gets locked up with the twins, they're kind of comforting each other for a moment. Yeah, at this scared. point, they're like, dad's gone crazy, I'm scared. Help me. So and they go all to... of these horrific scenes kind of start with a feeling of like warmth and love, mm-hmm. which is very interesting because there's not a whole lot of warmth and love in this film or in that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the two really, really horrific scenes, which are the barn and Titty Beck, <laughs> start with such a feeling of love and family mm-hmm. and like a closeness, and it's like, you want love? No. Yeah. One second. You want love. You want affection. Bird pecking at your tit. Gross. It goes so quick. Yeah. Just to that. And I feel like it leaves Mm -hmm. you with a cold feeling. Like, I feel like the end of the film, even though Thomason, yeah, you're a witch, you kind of feel a little, like, cold inside. I have a question about that, actually. Yeah. Um... It, it kind of leaves it a little open-ended. Do you think that this coven of witches went out of their way to find this family and, and, and in their wilderness and, and exile her from it by killing off everybody in it? Or do you think she was had witch tendencies all along? Do you think they were just trying to get her into their coven or just happened that way? It's an interesting thing. I definitely think like if Satan has picked you out, Satan has a plan for you. 
Yeah, because clearly they move. <laughs> I mean, they move there. It's okay. No matter what happens, Satan has a plan. <laughs> they're, they're Satan's plan. Here we go. Um, but no, like I feel like I feel like she was probably picked out by Satan because mm. they, you know, they move with their livestock. They move everything that they've had in. Wherever they lived. But also, we, we totally missed out on a point of the, the livestock and the crops dying. Yeah. Oh, right. Because there's a scene where the the mother is, is talking about how they're how are they going to survive the winter because all of our crops are dead and nobody's going to mm-hmm. want our corn. And, yeah. yeah. And the, the animals start, like, they're milking a cow and the cow oh, starts yeah, she's milking the, its blood. No, she's mm-hmm. milking the goat. Milking the goat. She's milking the little white goat. And it's blood. Mm-hmm. So is it more? I don't know if it's so much as Satan has a plan of like this area was with the witches nearby and everything. This is kind of like unhallowed ground. Well, that I mean, again, and they, they're. I don't think. I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure they had Black Philip for forever. For you know, forever. How long? They well, yeah. were. It's so, like you know they've constantly had Black Philip. So I think. Satan just was like, I'm going to inhabit this goat. Ooh. Yeah. Little white goat, girl, ooh, badass black goat, giant black horns, in it. Yeah. So, like, Literally. I kind of feel like, you know, they had Black Phillip for, for however long, and maybe them being on that unhallowed ground kind of, you know. Yeah, it, we'll go with that. Imbued. Imbued Black Philip. Um, well, you have to imagine that in the colony that they would have had their um, resident holy man, you know, bless the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no one there to bless that and make it an, a holy place. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely an unholy place where witches inhabit, so. Yeah. And also, if you look at, like, it may not even been him picking her out. But he's going to pick the mom. <laughs> but he... he Maybe it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you see it a lot, like, in, like, horror films and stuff like that, where people kind of get twisted, like, when they're around dark energy and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And Thomason was really the only one that kind of was able to stay herself and stay stay strong. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to have a witch, do you want, like, crazy mommy who's, like, running amok and, like, screaming? Or do you want, like, this very powerful woman? Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that the devil would want somebody malleable, but... (laughs) <laughs> you, I think by the end, she she's taking back her power, but at the end she's given, in one way she takes all of her power by like shedding her clothes and shedding her Puritan beliefs, but she also is giving up all of her power to Satan. Mm-hmm. By signing her soul over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I was just curious if you thought it might be premeditated by... Satan or by the witches or was this a, a whole plot or did it just kind of happen this way? I think it just kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. same. Because you never, the witches besides the scene in the barn and there's no love for Thomason in that mm-hmm. scene. So I don't feel like the witches even may particularly care. But I mean adding one more witch to their cup would make them stronger. True, but I don't think they're And they're not surprised I don't really, when she I don't think naked. No, they're like, accepting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, I don't feel like, you know, them coming onto solid ground, like, the witches just, like, immediately were like, Thomason is our new I mean, charge. they're probably all real drunk. Oh, yeah. To be yeah. fair. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they, they might have seen her and been like, hey, sweet, new person. Hey, let's see, let's see where this goes. Yeah. 
Because they're not going to actually seduce anyone. They're going to leave that up to Big Daddy Boss Man. <laughs> yeah. And so it might have just been where they were interested, and they may have been like, oh, I'm going to take the baby, I'm going to do this, and if that helps her side with us, great. It's just convenient that there happened to be a baby there, and there happened to be a, a young boy there to help with their spells. and Yeah, and yeah. if that, that starts, like, isolating her, then cool. Better for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think there there's a, what I liked about the idea of, like, the witches and, like, Black Phillip and Satan in this, is not a lot of it is explained. Mm-hmm. And I get real annoyed when films are like, this is a witch, and this is how a witch works, and this is how this works, and this is how this works, and this is how this works. Mm-hmm. And they do it a lot, too, like with killers. I don't like the bow on things that they do sometimes in horror films. Where they're like, this is how this works, this is how she came to be, this is what she is, this is how you can enter Mm-hmm. It, it takes away that, like, what goes bump in the night feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the fact that you don't know if Satan has always been in Black Phillip. Did Satan just come into Black Phillip? Is the ground unholy? Did, when she was born, did Satan look from below and go, that one's mine? You don't know. Mm-hmm. So you can have these conversations, you can have this, but it also leads that feeling of unease. Mm-hmm. Of, like, the next time you look at a black goat, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You looking at are, me? Are you are you trying to pick me out to be in a witch coven? What's happening? Why are you looking at me so smug, black goat? If I ever saw a smug black goat, I'd be like, nope, I'm out. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> okay, you're totally wrong. I'd be like, I'm buying this goat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we own a goat now, honey. What? We, we live in a one-bedroom apartment. No, there's a chance okay. this goat might be Satan. Just FYI, I'm going to a petting zoo next weekend with my students. If I see any black goats, help. No, bring it home. <laughs> how, how, am I gonna, how am I going to smuggle a black goat into a school bus full of children? I mean, dress it in pajamas. Are you not listening? <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I don't know. Do we, have, do we have any small baby pajamas? And I'll be like, I'm bringing it to goat yoga. Like, Obviously. This is my new pet. I'm stealing this little black goat. This is Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I definitely think there's, I don't know, everybody like, can look at this film differently. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I, I really loved it. I feel like you can go and talk for like hours on like the allegory of Adam and Eve. Which is that, that exodus into the world of sin. Mm-hmm. And they kind of got kicked out of their Eden. Into just this world of sin and witches and... Sexy talking black goats. <laughs> yes, yeah. we were still talking about his sexy voice. Yeah, I mean, when he started talking, panties, China. <laughs> it definitely is the the goatiest thing I've ever been like, hmm. <laughs> goatiest. If you just close your eyes and listen to the <laughs> I don't want it to touch me. Just no, talk. No, exactly. Just talk yeah. to me. I mean, if you're going to turn into a human man with that voice, though, uh... A lot more can happen. Just yeah, saying. and we also looked up the actor. Oh, he's real smoking hot. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we can work with this. <laughs> we are thirsty bitches on this podcast. Let's <laughs> uh, so let's let's try the Bechtel. I mean, they talk about God so much. Yeah, um, I feel like there might be some scenes between because there's not a lot of talking between. Uh, Thomason and her mother, but she 
doesn't bring up any men when she's like men besides the like the brothers aren't really brought up ever no no i just i mean like when she's accusing her of stealing her silver cup Mm -hmm. yeah there's a whole conversation about it um that has nothing to do with anything she doesn't assume that she doesn't know that the dad actually took it she doesn't think that caleb would have taken it so she's she's talking to her about that i mean that's two named characters that are discussing something other than a man there's There's the the twin sister yeah. Talks to her and she talks about Black Phillip, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also calls her a witch. And but she's also saying you did this to our brother, and so that's about a guy. Yeah, uh, it's not obviously in a romantic setting, mm-hmm. but but also it's kind of hard to have a conversation about women when you've got a crazy cunt, a daughter, and well, they talk about the witch though. The witch. It's not. A, it's not a man. No, they're not, they don't ever. I do love the fact that it's always just the witch. Yeah. It's never, like, a specific person or a specific, this is where the witch is, this is the witch. It's just the witch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, if I learned anything from fairy tales, don't go to the little cottage in the woods. Yeah. I mean, Hansel and Gretel, even though it's made out of candy, don't. Especially if it's made out of candy. You don't want to wear that candy's been. (laughs) But, like, also, she, she has the very Red Riding Hood look mm-hmm. to her with that, like, scarlet red. And if you notice, red is the color of the blanket that the baby is on top of. Mm-hmm. The witch that takes it is wearing red. You get the red of the baby bits. Uh, red of the cloak. The red apple. of the cloak. Red it's of the apple. And it's kind of... Gross, but, but he it swaps it out. But it is red. It's yeah. a red apple. It's a red apple. In, in the very end, when Thomason's going towards the witches, she has that beautiful blood splatter that goes up from her chest onto her face, where she's got the blonde mm-hmm. hair, the very pale skin, but that red on her chest is so pronounced. Mm-hmm. And is otherwise a very monochromatic film. Yeah. Yeah. Except for like the hints of red. The hints of red. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting to tie back into like the fairy tale mm-hmm. world of red. Uh, so let's let's start with Ash. Your rating of this film. I'm probably gonna give it a four. Okay. I mean, I I definitely I didn't like. Oh my god, enjoy it! It's amazing. I want to watch this movie all the time. I enjoy the costumes. I enjoy the cinematography. And the. You know, overall makeup for like on the witches and stuff. I definitely enjoyed it. So I'm going to give it a four. All right. How about you, Mina? Um, in a similar vein, where I loved all of the agonizing detail that went into the costumes, the set, the, um, gosh, like just the writing. <laughs> um, it was beautifully done. It was beautifully shot. Um, but I think it could have lost about a half an hour of the screen time to make it move along just a just a hair quicker for my preference. Um, so I'm going to give it a, a three, just an average. It was, it was beautiful and painstaking and a little agonizing to watch. <laughs> uh, what about you, Ella? Um, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Um, I love the, the slow burn horror. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot get enough of it. Um, there's something about that, 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 crampiness in your stomach where you know something's coming 
but you just don't know what it is. I love that feeling in a film. And I feel like the, the acting was on point, the cinematography was amazing. The cinematography was amazing. And he, the reveal of Black Phillip is just one of my favorite. And I, I love demonic witches, horrific things like that. And this was done in a way that I had not seen done before. And I really love how little information we are ever given mm -hmm. about his reasoning, his motives, their motives. I mm -hmm. love that. So I'm going to give it a, a solid four. I feel very happy yeah. about my little four. All right. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for The Witch. Hopefully you got to watch it, and hopefully you can send us your thoughts on it, too. We'd love to hear. Um, as always, remember to like, subscribe, uh, listen to the podcast, and, and uh, suggest it to your friends. We can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can email us at sirensofhorror at gmail.com. And uh, next week we are going to be doing It Follows. Ooh, give that a watch. Let us know how you uh, enjoy you the... Uh, I, I love this film. I'm super excited to talk about it. Um, I just get excited. Yeah. <laughs> and um, as always... Good. Bad. We're the girls with the mic. See you guys next week.